Welcome to the James Bond Complex, the show where we discuss the James Bond phenomenon from in all its shapes and forms, from Fleming to films and everything in between. Mm. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Edgar. My name's Matt. We're recording this intro for the second time. Yes. Uh, it is our typical, usual, par for the course, or is it a par for the course, Bondy briefing live. This will go up either tonight on Saturday or, <laughs> or on Sunday afternoon as our debriefs do. How was August uh, for Bond fans? I, mean, I know. Oh, let me do the introduction of this subject because I... <laughs> Uh, well, was it two weeks ago? At this point, as as our, I'm pretty sure everybody knows we record on Saturdays. It was like the Tuesday or the Wednesday a week and a half ago. Yeah. Um, so I was on uh, on the internet. I was at work. I don't know if I was on break or I was just doodling uh, between uh, while at work, as most people do. And um, I saw the news flashing. Uh, Danny Boyle quits Bond Twenty Five. So immediately I start texting Edgar, and Edgar is livid. He's angry. He's pissed off. He's disappointed. He's sad. He's going through all the stages of grief, mm-hmm. and he's texting me. He's like pissed off. I'm like. Calm down, calm down. And now everyone on the internet starts uh, complaining uh, about this this news, and it it, it has been a landslide. Quite a week and a half. Yeah, the last nine ten days have been something in the Bond community. So I mean, that's probably the first thing we're going to discuss is uh, that um, that news. Also, I want to specify that we have a new sound mixing board. This is our first recording, so hopefully we sound good. Hopefully we sound better than ever. Uh, if we don't, uh, well, I'll try and figure check, it out. Check your ears. It's not our problem. Yeah. No, <laughs> it, sh- it, should, it should be better. I this think. is the latest from Q Branch. I mean. Yeah. The, so, um, so Danny Boy is gone. He is gone. Well, I mean, he's still among the living. He's, yeah. Uh, but he will no, no longer be on the uh, sound stages of Pinewood Studios. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's no longer the, directing Bond 25. Um, A lot of rumors flying about. Why did he leave? Uh, who made that final decision? Which script are they using? I'm, I'm hearing everything. I'm hearing they're still using John Hodges' script. I'm hearing they're not using John Hodges' script. I'm hearing somebody wanted to kill James Bond, which I don't really believe that one. Whether it was Danny Boyle, who's not an idiot, or the Broccoli's, who clearly would never do. Like I'm not. That's the one I'm really not believing. Some somebody's. It, it's it's a possibility. I mean, even when, back when Brosnan was filming. Um, I think it's the world's enough. He was saying stuff. I think to pump himself up. Oh, without me, there's no Bond. Mm. Um, well, I mean, he is playing James Bond. Yeah, I know, so technically, there is no movie if he's if not there. But I, I think he was doing a stunt and he was trying to like pump himself up. And I'm also hearing that. What was I reading yesterday or the day before? Uh, Daniel and uh, Babs and McGee. Wanted as they are wont to do, anyways, when they prepare these movies, they wanted so they read the John Hodge script. Yes, it's fine, yes, it's good. Let's get somebody else to work on it. And I'm hearing that peeved Danny Ball so he left. So I'm, I'm hearing a little bit of everything, yeah. But who knows? I mean, it's so far, the good news is there's no uh, there's been no talk of postponing the movie, yeah. That's that's true because I feel like and and you, you you texted me on the day it happened. I did, I didn't know, I, I don't know what you do at work, but I, I don't have time to go online to check these things out, so I had to depend on what you were telling me. And and uh, I remember in our conversation, mind you, it's just all like a, a, a raging haze right now, but I remember you like- saying, you know, don't worry, don't worry, uh. 
you know, I'm, I'm, you were pretty confident that they'll find a director, and I was obviously I was very livid. I really wasn't paying, I wasn't giving you your, your due respect to to your 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 level headedness. Uh, but but the fact is, it's been a week and a half, and they have not said the movie. There's no official word that the movie's being pushed to 2020, which tells me there's still a chance here. Um, uh, to me, it's, I, I would be surprised if that movie doesn't come out on time and on budget. Uh, it, it's a matter of finding a director that has three months, because we're recording on Saturday, September 1st, and the camera's quote, roll on December 3rd or the 5th or something like that. Three months to find a director where he's in their office and they say, here is our script. Here is where we are shooting. Here is our cast. Do you want to make a James Bond movie? Like, they need to find somebody who's going to be told that, presented that, the opportunity of a lifetime. No, you might not have that much say because we've already done so much pre-production work. I'm, I'm hearing... On the Thursday before the Tuesday that Danny Boy walked away, he was on the set checking construction work. I'm hearing that. So this is a director who's going to be told, this is the movie we're making. Do you want to shoot it for us? Historically, I've seen movies with uh, troubled production with directors that are hired a week before principal photography starts. Three months, uh, it's not ideal. But it's doable. I mean, my favorite example is I'm sorry for interrupting, but I, I feel like I really want to bring this example because I think it's a fantastic film, X Men First Class. Mm-hmm. Matthew Vaughn came on really, really late. There was less than a year for that film to be released theatrically when he arrived. And for my money, and from conversations I've had, it's, oh, like, it's the best. Yeah, it's probably the best it's one. It's the best X Men movie. So. They can do this. It's not impossible. It's tough, but it's not impossible. Yeah, I mean, there's there's names that have been floating around. I mean, I think Jean-Marc Vallée has been one of them. Uh, that's not happening. Uh, Radio-Canada uh, reported last week that he's making a um, what are the, uh, Yoko Ono and uh, John Lennon film. Yeah. So that's okay. not happening. Whatever. Uh, the guy who directed Liber- uh, the uh, movie stars don't die in Liverpool. So he's sort of an Eon guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm hearing uh, who was I here? Who have I heard? Uh, Edgar, I've heard Edgar, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright was uh, apparently on the sh- is apparently on the short list. I don't think we'll see Edgar Wright direct a Bond. Not this one because uh, I mean, just look at Ant Man. He was deeply well. Perhaps if he's he's never done work for hire stuff like like a Bond movie. No, um, but I he's more like an author type, and I think that's a problem with the at least since quantum of solace they've been dealing with these author types and mm. for the better better or worse i mean of the three films three films they've done with authors uh only skyfall has been met with financial and critical uh, praise yeah. i mean quantum was made money but made it wasn't well received. received and specter was sort of lukewarm at best you know they are i do what i do appreciate about eon and the people that work there is they pay attention when a movie's not that well received. It's not mm-hmm. like some other franchises. What well, what well, made money? So we'll just do this again. Like Transformers, for example. Everybody. Well, I can't say everybody hates them because they keep making money. But uh, the, the consensus is, you know, they're not very good. But somehow people go see. Whereas the Bonds, when it's not well received, they do. I mean, you know, it could make eight hundred million dollars, but the fans are sort of like, well, that wasn't. Yeah, whatever. They'll they'll. 
pay attention to that a little bit, and they'll try to course correct. Um, that's why I'm thinking that we're probably not seeing Lowfeld in the next one. I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's happening. Uh, not without major alteration. I mean, but yeah, I don't think we'll see Blofeld. I, I honestly, I don't want to see Blofeld ever again. I, I think that character is. Uh, I, I will keep it. Well, I'll keep my thoughts for myself until we review uh, Spectre. Yeah. Into uh, wait, wait. That could be. Uh, yeah, actually, I think we were talking one day about pairing that with Colonel Sun because yeah, of a particular scene. And Colonel yeah. Sun's like the first post-Fleming book, and we only have like four books left, so it's probably in like five or six months. We'll yeah. be doing that. Yeah, uh, probably uh, uh, late late uh, winter, early spring, I guess. Yeah. So it's coming, um, but yeah. So we we. <laughs> I I'm honestly I, I made a suggestion I've posted online and they need some somebody they need need either somebody that's really young and willing to compromise but with you sometimes you have the arrogance of you so it might not be the ideal solution or you need uh, somebody who needs it somebody who's hungry for work yeah you you texted me that yeah go ahead and the two names that came to me uh, the first one is. Uh, that I mentioned to you, James Gunn, because mm. he, he worked but with Batista. We could see the return of Mr. Inks. But with the entire Disney debacle, I mean, he needs to work. And he's the more than a capable director. Oh, I he's mean, great. Yeah, he's great. I mean, he can work. What I like about James Gunn is, you know, having seen a little bit of his previous work, not everything, mind you, uh, is that he was able to work within the studio system. But there were still these little moments of just real bizarreness and violence and, and sort of like darker humor. I was like, oh, yeah, no, there's a little bit of James. It's, a, it's an MCU film, but there's a little bit, there's like a little bit of James Gunn peppered throughout here. Yeah. So if he can do that in a, in a Bond movie, that would be kind of interesting. That would be interesting. I mean, I, I, I need, it needs to work, and he's not toxic to the point. He's just Disney toxic. He's not toxic mm. for other studios because yeah, other studios. I mean, they don't want to hire him at all. Yeah, I mean, but honestly, my. my We'll keep my thoughts for uh, the Guardians, the, but the, 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 I don't think they'll the find... Disney complex. I don't think they'll find another, another director to direct that movie. I think they'll be uh, either forced to cancel Guardians 3 or uh, we are James Gunn. That's no way they're canceling. I think, I think the, the latter thing you're telling, uh, you're saying is, is going to happen. But they're not canceling. Yeah, the they're. third installment in a movie where the first two combined made like almost $2 billion. Mm. And I, they, I think they tried, they flirted with uh, T, uh, Tiki. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, because he made the tour. But I don't think that guy uh, wants to. I think people respect uh, James Gunn's work on the movie. And, and I don't think the actors w- want to work with anyone else. So the, the Disney will have to, that. That's a side. Oh, Mr. Hinks himself has said. You know, I'm sure he's under contract, so I'm sure Disney, at the end of the day, can sort of tell him, well, do you want to be associated with us anymore? Like, at the end of the day, they have the stick and the carrot. But, you know, when Mr. Hink says, well, I might not show up if you guys start shooting Guardians 3, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. They're really behind this guy. And good for them. Good for I'd them. Be, if I were a member of that cast or that production crew or whatever, I'd probably be behind James Gunn rather than Disney, to yeah. be honest. And imagine Eon, they see this, they say, you know what, let's bring... Him in, and he could bring maybe a few cast members. Imagine Zoe Zodana as a Bond girl. Yeah, oh I know. my god, I never even thought of that. Mm-mm. Oh my god, she'd be perfect. Oh, she'd be amazing. Mm. Or Karen. You're the... Right, we have to have Guardians Three canceled. <laughs> or, or Karen Gillian, even. Oh. 
<laughs> and even, uh, I mean, bring Batista. Chris uh, Pratt is the bad guy. I, Chris Pratt. So let's Stallone is the bad guy. Chris Pratt would have made a great Felix Leiter at one he point. He would have. Right, like the, he still can. He still can, but not with Daniel Craig and the. Uh, yeah, that's true. Current, like after the ne- for the next. Yeah, guy. they're trying to pay attention to continuity for once. Well, I say continue doing what you did in the past. Just hire Chris Pratt. <laughs> Actually, no, I do like Jeffrey Wright as Felix Leiter. That's that's yeah. Give him one more movie at least. And um, the other director that I mentioned is a director that has worked in the action genre for decades. He's made some of the more – probably the uh, – those movies are going to be classics 100 years from now. Um, he hasn't done anything in over a decade. He had some legal problems uh, in the early 2000s, spent some t- did some time in jail. Uh, I'm talking about John McTiernan. Mm-hmm. I mean, Die Hard, Predator. Predator. Die Hard 2. Did he direct? No, no, no that's uh, what's his face. The third one. He did yeah. the third one. I did the last action hero, which I know it's a controversial movie, and some people really hate it, but I like it. That's I right. never understand why people yeah. have uh, uh, so such vitriol towards their film. Yeah. And he did the Hunt for the Red October with uh, Sir Sean. I do like that one. That, that's the like best that. Jack Ryan movie ever. That's a good one. He has a lot of dreck in the late nineties. Uh, he's worked with Pierce Brosnan with. Uh, Did he not make like that, something like the talented Mister? Not Tal- the Thomas Crown Affair that. remake, which it's honestly, not bad. I barely remember it. But I, I remember being entertained by it. The movie that killed his career and sent him to jail uh, was Rollerball because apparently he mm-hmm. paid some dude to spy on the producer and when the guy was arrested and he was questioned he lied to the FBI and that's why he did some time in jail and since then I think he, did. So he knows about spying and he lost all of his <laughs> m- yes perfect he, he lost all of his money so he's, he needs he's, he needs money he's talented and the only thing he's done um, is um, a short film for uh, a video game with Ubisoft that's the only thing he did in, uh, mm. since he, he got out of jail so I mean he has a talent. He has the experience. I mean, he reinvented the, the, the action genre in the 80s. I think he'd be a solid choice to at least end the... Uh, if you're not getting Martin Campbell and you need somebody who can do a great job, get John McTiernan. I don't understand why people are... He's so toxic. I mean, he might be a douchebag because of what he did, but, I mean, he's a, he's a great director. A talent shouldn't, uh, it, like, as an artist. It, it's an interesting idea because his action movies, the heroes and heroines of his action movie, he, in, in, the war, in the universe of the film, I mean, they really go through the grinder. I mean, what John McClane has to go through and what the, the heroes and the woman in Predator have to go through in the jungle. They're grimy, they're dirty, they're bloody, they're battered, they're bruised. And Daniel Craig's Bond is like the bloody, battered, and bruised Bond. So it, it could work, actually. So those would be my, my top choices. Mm. I, I shared one with you the other day. Uh, I only heard this name on one blog, so I think it was more of a wish list and not an actual rumor. But uh, I, I mentioned uh, Ben Wheatley, uh, who directed Free Fire. He directed Kill List. He's predominantly known for Kill List. He also made High Rise, although I haven't seen High Rise, starring Tom Hiddleston, the wannabe James Bond. Um, he's, he's, Free Fire showed me that he's good with action, quite good, actually. And Kill List is a great – like that. the final act is pure horror, but – most of the movie is this really good suspense and mystery. So I know without naming 
uh, blogs and, and podcasts, you know, one of the things a lot of fans have been talking about is, well, since Mission Possible Fallout came out, Bond 25 has to mirror that. If they don't mirror that, I think go the Ben Wheatley route. Make, you know, you need some set pieces. You don't, I don't want a Bond movie with no set pieces. <laughs> but between the set pieces, like, real tension. Right. James Bond looks like he is in trouble here. Mm. And there's a and mystery. Mystery. We don't know fully what's happening. James Bond has to investigate that. Ben Wheatley is really good at that stuff. Kill List has fantastic tension to it. It's un- unease. Uh, so if 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 that was maybe you know, I don't I don't want a horror movie James Bond, but if that was maybe peppered in a Bond film, I would think that's really intriguing. So um, I would I would say Ben Wheatley, but I don't that that's not realistic. Nobody's legitimately talking about him but i would like that i i don't know him at all he's not nothing with that check out well i think kill list is great but if if you know we're talking bond so for all intents and purposes we're talking action check out free fire is that on netflix i (laughs) wait i'll check on my phone check on it's easier don't don't move your laptop because it's gonna make a ton of noise um, it has Brie Larson, it has Army Hammer, it has uh, Charlton Copeland. Um, it, it, it takes place in one... Ha- uh, Free Fire, you said? Yeah. Okay, wait, 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 wait. wait. It's uh, almost like, think of it as one of those one-room, one-set-piece movies, but it's a shootout. Nope, it's not there. I'll put his name up. Ben Whitley. Whitley. Uh, w- W-H-E-A-T-L-I-E, I believe. E-T- A-E-Y, I'm sorry. Oh, why? No. Whitley? Whitley. Nope. I don't know. He he's got nothing on, on there. <laughs> well, if he's not on Netflix, it's just... It's, throw that idea into the garbage bin. I'll see. If I, I still have a few days on my Crave account because um, I, I I paid for a month subscription because I wanted to see uh, Star Trek Discovery. Oh, is it good? Mm, it's, not, <laughs> it's not bad, but we'll it's... save that for the Trek complex. Yes, the Trek complex. It's it's uh, a little bit better than mediocre, but it's it's not like I don't need to see a second season of that. Mm. Okay. Like, uh, that's me. Like, ooh, I need to know what. No, I don't uh, care. As far as Bond stuff goes, I mean, uh, I mean, nothing else. Re- well, you, you're you're a little bit more up to speed with these things than me. Uh, you're always uh, you chat me more often than I chat you as far as Bond developments goes. So, like, I can't remember anything else that happened in August that really made, uh, made a splash or anything. Those were the. I mean, the, re- the, the we pro- saw fireworks. Yeah, the saw the fireworks. And um, uh, we, the equipment we bought. Uh, I mean, we're going to um, the um, concert. We'll have to see if other uh, some of our listeners are going. There's a concert in uh, Toronto. Uh, they're doing Casino Royale with uh, um, in concert. In concert at yeah, the Sony <laughs> Sony Performing Center of Arts. It's not too far from, really, like really like south downtown Toronto along the water there. I, I walked in front of it last September, but I, I didn't see anything there, so it'll be I've, my first time going in. I haven't been to Toronto in 30 years. Nice city. I like it a lot. Yeah. Should be fun. Should be a length. That is the third weekend of October? Yes, or second weekend of October? I think October. it's the ninth. It's the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yes, yes. A, so we got that Monday off, and then, then the, week, the, the weekend after that, yeah, we're, we're, we're in town. Technically, I'm working the weekend of Thanksgiving, I have the Monday off, and I took the rest of the week off, mm, and yeah. I have the weekend also, which gives me another. So that should day. be a lot of fun. That that got 
rave reviews when it premiered last September, I think, in London. Like, everybody just went apeshit for it. So when it was announced that it was coming to... Uh, Canada? Yeah, at all. <laughs> and lo and behold, Toronto, which is not that far from Montreal, will be there by train about five hours, six hours, something like that. Um, be on the lookout for evil assassins? Yeah, I, well, you know, if we if I have one of those train compartments with a garde-robe, I'm, I'm not opening that. <laughs> I'm not opening it. I don't want him to scare me like that. <laughs> don't worry, I'll, I'll just scream like a woman and you'll come save me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that should be fun. There's also, this is more long-term, but there's a, how do you say, a concert instrument, a wind, a wind uh, orche- orchestra. That's in March? Uh, yeah, that's nice. So, you know, we're talking like that's like in six months from now. Wow. But, um, but that could be interesting. That could be interesting. I have no idea what that's going to sound like. I heard a little bit of their other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, they play it well. I would, I'm curious to see what Bond theme songs are going to sound like that. It's like just wins. That could be interesting. It'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, just today, speaking of the, uh, the fireworks, I'm just remembering because uh, we were on the bridge, the Jacques Cartier Bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we showed up late, and we couldn't hear the music. So I put the uh, uh, there's a station that plays the music, mm. so you can watch it. And I was everything we were filming. I had my cell phone on. I think people were enjoying it more because my cell phone blasts real, uh, music really loud. Yeah, yeah. It fits. It was amazing. Your music. I had the iPad. You had your your smartphone and your music. You can hear it on my filming of the iPad. There's <laughs> I have the music too. It was so loud. That was great. That was fun. It was a nice evening. It was a nice evening. Unexpected. I don't know who came up with that. Why was it a James Bond themed fireworks show? No idea. But. And there's no like big anniversaries except what, 2008. There's must be somebody that went to Comic Con uh, this past <laughs> July and said that's a good idea. <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think these things I decide months in advance. But uh, it might be some somebody someone who was doing the the fireworks and said you know what that'd be cool and it fits. I mean. They they played some of the the, the the more classic songs. They didn't play. Uh, uh, well, yeah. they did play Quantum well, of Solace. Had a little bit of Die Another Day in there. Yeah, that's well, those the modern ones and some of the classics ones. They didn't go for for stuff that's a little bit. I'm uh, gonna wake up. So I mean, uh, there there are no other news. I mean, Daniel Craig and Rachel Weisz said they're all. Baby daughter, I think this morning I saw I the news. No idea. So uh, congratulations, I guess. Um, sure. <laughs> but I mean, besides that, there's, no, uh, there's there's nothing really happening. And what now? Now we know why August was so quiet because they weren't getting along. <laughs> oh God! But you know they're they're professional. You know why I'm certain that that movie is not postponed because they started shooting commercials for it months ago. Yeah, didn't Daniel show up at a, well not shoot but they film he was on set at reportedly as James Bond for a Heineken ad. I think. I think in that, May. Yeah, and they the, the the day before. They uh, announced, or even on the day they announced that uh, he was, uh, uh, Danny, Danny Boy was quitting, uh, they released a picture of Daniel Craig in water with a watch. Like it's a watch ad they're, they're going to Omega. Use. Yeah. Seamaster, uh, I think. This, oh, yeah, and the new Omega. And uh, they, are, they have pro- promotional partners that are ready uh, to like, get the, re- the movie released. Oh, and Universal and Annapurna are probably like, guys. Yeah, I mean, that. 
and they reserved screens. The screens have been reserved. Like the screen, look, it's not even a year from now, and the screens for Bond Twenty Five have been reserved. The time, the 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 the, the allotted time for them to make the money. So they need to make that movie. Like it could be postponed. Movies have been postponed, canceled. I mean, I'm thinking about the Superman movie with Tim Burton and the Elm. That was canceled at the last minute. Uh, sets had been built, costumes uh, started being made, and they still canceled movie and. Uh, postponing wise uh, the second gi joe movie was supposed to come out i think in the summer of i think it's 2008 oh, i don't remember the dates i'm uh, but the year because i think that's the first one but it came out a year almost a year later in mar in march it was supposed to come out in the summer mm. came out the following year in march they said because they needed to want to to do 3d but the toys for the movie were already out for a year <laughs> So uh, and that didn't help the movie. That movie didn't make much box at the box, uh, box office. So it, I don't see them being this uh, unprofessional. They've had experience. I think they're going to find somebody. Or I hope so. I hope so. They still have, as of this recording, cameras roll in literally three months. Yeah. O almost, maybe not to the day, but almost to the day. Dolph. I mean, remember Casino Royale, when they, they were making that movie, they found Eva Green at the last minute. I think she, she got hired uh, weeks before this, or even days before they started. Got hired on Monday morning. Can but, you show up the set when? Now? Basically. <laughs> I mean, uh, we, both, we both saw uh, The Spy You Love Me. Barbara Bach was uh, hired at the, the, mm. at mid, like, a minute to midnight. But the, but the cast member is... is uh, you know, director comes for the director is the I guy know. who's going to call the shots. You know. I mean, uh, the Wolfman remake. Okay, it's a horrible movie, but I don't think that movie w would have been saved no matter who directed that movie. But the director was hired at the last minute. It was literally hired a week before the movie was due to start shooting. It happens all the time. I mean, these are bad examples. Though, I know, but those are the most controversial ones. But uh, some, some. I mean, Back to the Future was supposed to start uh, star Eric. Uh, Eric, uh, Eric Clapton. Eric Lodz, Lodz, uh, he's, I don't remember the name, but they, they, they didn't like what he was doing, so they fired him and hired another actor. These types of things tend to happen. They hired Santa Claus for uh, You Only Live Twice. <laughs> they did. They did. I mean, even... it, And like you said X-Men uh, first class, but even the last ten... Uh, the hired, uh, what's his name, at the last minute. Um, no, not a great The fan, guy no. from the Rush Hour movies. Yeah. He still brought, uh, that movie's as bad as it is. Some people really like it. Yeah, well. But um, none of the good example come to mind, but I know there have been good movies made with a last minute uh, director replacement. That's not something, especially Eon. Eon is a producer franchise it's not something the directors are hired they, they they are more than welcome i guess to bring their vision up to a point and sometimes that point honestly should be moved back i mean the, the blue flood being brothers with bond or step brothers is absurd and shouldn't have been in the movie uh barbara or michael should have put the their foot down and said no you're not doing that that's stupid but no you're not having blowfield arrested at the end arrested Arrested. Well, honestly, if they did a follow-up to that movie and you see him in jail and it's like an Annabelle Lecter and he breaks out, that could be cool in its own way. But because they 
uh, anyway, it's it's a subject for another uh, podcast. So I think expect a review. Expect a review coming sometime early 2019. <laughs> 2019. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a wrap. I believe so. Uh, we will now share with our fine listeners where we can be found online, which is everywhere. Uh, we have the www.thejamesbondcomplex.com. Please join and enjoy the fun on our Facebook page. Just search for The James Bond Complex. We have a Twitter account, at The Bond Complex. We have an Instagram account, if you like uh, artistry, if you like photography. Uh, Sometimes. Search for us at The James Bond Complex. Um, The fine people at Anchor are hosting us. Thank you very much. You can listen to us on there. Uh, We have a YouTube channel, a YouTube can you too? I can. So should you too. So subscribe and and comment and enjoy, like our YouTube subscribe. channel. Please subscribe. subscribe. Yeah, just do that. Don't you don't you don't have to watch anything. Um, Eventually, we'll <laughs> do more than post our podcast with uh, uh, just pretty pictures in. Eventually, it'll grow to something else. But right now, I mean, we just bought a new board. Give us give give us a break, please. Mm. Uh, we are uh, individually. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm forgetting like two super important ones: Google Play. Google Play. <laughs> buy us on Google, uh, and then fun. and then buy us on iTunes. It's not buy, but <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe on Google Play. Do the same on iTunes. You can't on Google. You can't do that on Google <laughs> no, Play. Not yet. Not Does yet. it show that I don't use Google Play? <laughs> A little bit. Whatever you can, whatever you, whatever you can do to us on Google. Google us. If you can rate, subscribe, and share share the love. I mean, we're trying to grow this uh, a little bit more every every month, every day, every week. So, mm. uh, if you can help us out, it's truly appreciated. Um, and there's iTunes. There's iTunes. Please rate, review on iTunes. You can rate and yeah, review. Give us a five star golden gun review. It's always appreciated. Never expected, but come on, let's. It's yeah, we've earned it, right? Yeah. I'm on Twitter at double O pop. That's the word double underscore O H underscore pop. Uh, Matt O'Clara with two T's. Matt with two T's. And just as James Bond always returns, so too with the James Bond complex. And I don't know what's coming out after this. Episode. Uh, <laughs> no, we plan to release uh, Never Say Never Again, but because of um, which, opportunities, which was very very entertaining. I there there I shed some tears at stuff I had I cut out out of that. Oh. Yeah, I shed tears. Oh, I haven't listened to it yet. Um, but uh, more than likely, uh, we're postponing that episode because we we have a guest coming out coming coming uh, to to record with us later. And um, he's going to join us to discuss uh, um, The Spy You Love Me because that's the book we're, in the movie we're discussing. But also a little uh, introduction, yeah. the, the secret origins of the podcast. And, and, uh, the, and the, the secret third co-host of the show. Yes, yes. Who nobody's ever listened to, but it, he's, he's, it's really a three-head dragon. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, he's our, um, uh, so I'm M, your bomb, he's what, uh, Q, Miss Money Penny. Miss Money Penny. So Mr. Money Penny. Mr. Money Penny. So that's who she's going out with. <laughs> All right. Um, so it's a wrap, I guess. Absolutely. Comme toujours, un plaisir. Merci. À la prochaine. Bon, bonne journée.